Good morning. It's Friday, December 6th. I'm Christy Dillaway. I'm joined by Keith Barony as my co-host today, and we are hosting The Morning Mix on KPCW. Woo-hoo! Welcome to the show, Keith. Oh, thank you. It is such a it's such a joy to be on the show. I've just uh, recovered from the Thanksgiving hangover, so it's working out <laughs> perfectly for me. Well, that's a quick recovery, as far as I can say. <laughs> Who knew you could do turkey shooters, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, thanks for joining us. We have a great show for everyone today. Our musical guest in the studio is Wyatt Pike, local homegrown Wyatt Pike. We're thrilled to have him on as our musical guest for the first time today. We're going to speak to Martha Reeves of Martha Reeves and the Vandellas. They are oh performing at Egyptian Theater this wow. weekend. That Friday is huge. And Saturday and Sunday. I know. Oh I'm my excited. God. I'm crazy excited. <laughs> we'll do weekend events as we always do at the bottom of the hour. And then we'll speak to Sydney Holmes, marketing coordinator of Zermatt Resort and spa in Midway. They've got a bunch of really fun holiday-themed events coming up that you might want to go check out. So that's going to be the show today. We invite you to stay tuned. It's the Morning Mix, where our in-studio musical guest today is Wyatt Pike. Welcome, Wyatt. Hi there. Thank you for having me. You've been working a little bit at KPCW, so people might know your voice. Yes, hopefully they do. Wednesdays, 10 to noon. And um, and maybe they've seen you play around town because you've been around town your whole life, right? Yep, you bet. I uh, moved here when I was three and picked up the guitar, and I've been playing around town ever since. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure that Wyatt was part of the whole Vail purchase uh, arrangement. <laughs> he seems to be at every single lodge playing. <laughs> That's right. They're I was building more very lodges involved. just to accommodate the kid. Right. It's very yep. wise uh, yeah. strategy on your part. Yeah, it, it really just pays to get in early. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself. How old are you? How long have you been playing music? Um, I'm 18 years old. I've been at least strumming a guitar since I was three, but not actually playing it, if you will, since I was about 10 or so. And I've spent the last eight or so years just working on getting better. And uh, for the past five years, I've been playing out and playing all kinds of gigs. So just... Playing as much as I can is basically how it goes these days. So is it is is the goal to uh, be published and have albums? Is the is the goal fame? Is the goal to just be um, the greatest guitar player who ever lived? <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a great goal. Um, my current goal is I want to release some music in February, uh-huh. and uh, so working towards that. And I'm also applying to music school for May. So Berkeley College of Music in Boston is where I oh, hope to end up. Oh, that's impressive. Yeah, it should be fun. Does so. it help you get in if you say that on the radio? And... <laughs> I, I think it must, right? <laughs> say Let's it hope again. So. Where did you uh, Ber- go? Berkeley College of Music. You guys hear that? <laughs> hey, listen. I'm coming. You're, 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 you're releasing your first album, you said, in February. I have a do- Tentatively, yes. Tentatively. I have yeah. got a dollar in my pocket if you do not call it 2020 hindsight because we are going to be so oh. sick of that <laughs> phrase. <laughs> By the time February comes around, okay? fair enough. A Fair full enough. dollar, folding okay. money. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. Yes. I will. I will not call it that. Excellent deal. <laughs> well, what did you want to play for us first? Um, this is called "Best for You," and I wrote it about my sister. Live on the morning mix, Wyatt Pike. What's going on in that head of yours? Can I help or will I hurt? 
Did something happen to us, of course I don't like this feeling anymore And I really hate to see you cry Makes it seem there's nothing inside Can I help to break your fall? I'd like to, but I don't know it all The truth is I've been holding on to something You've been running forever How could I feel something like this? I hold back every time But I love all the things you do I don't say it enough But I just want the best for you, Miss Whatever happened to happy thoughts? Did you break or are you gone, gone? Did we grow up way too fast, of course? I don't like this feeling anymore. And the truth is I've been holding on to something. You've been running forever, how could I feel something like this? I hold back every time, but I love all the things you do. I don't say it enough, but I just want the best for you, Miss Our sister shouldn't have to feel this way. Maybe this sibling dynamic is to blame. Can I find the underlying root of this problem we both face? And the truth is I've been holding on to something And you've been running forever, how could I feel something like this? I hold back every time, but I love all the things you do Don't say it enough, but I just want the best for you, Miss Howe. And our next guest, this is an OMG moment. It's been four, 50 years since Martha Reeves first boarded that rented bus along with, could you believe this, The Miracle, Stevie Wonder, The Supremes, and Marvin Gaye on the first Motown review. Martha Reeves, she and her backup group, The Vandellas, sang behind Marvin and soon hit the charts with their own trifecta, Come and Get These Memories, Love is Like a Heat Wave, and Quicksand. Over the next decade, Martha Reeves and The Vandellas would be a constant presence on the music charts, as well as on television and TV top venues across the U.S. and abroad. Ms. Reeves' hits are the things of legends. In addition to the aforementioned, they include the gospel tinge Nowhere to Run, the classic soul favorite My Baby Loves Me, the pop anthem, anthem Jimmy Mack, and her signature Dancing in the Street. What, a, what an honor to be talking to you, Ms. Reeves. What a thrill. 
You know, you didn't mention the temptations. <laughs> I didn't. I can't believe that. Let's mention oh them God. right now. <laughs> and I love them. Those, See, those were our heroes. Oh, my gosh. How generous yeah. you are. I'm so, I feel guilty now. Thank you. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I, love, I love being discovered with all of those wonderful people that you just mentioned. You know, can I say, you said one of the greatest things I've ever heard said in show business. Somebody, I guess, you know, people who are not in show business don't necessarily understand the full palette of the experience. They, uh, they said something to you because of course if you watch you know Hitsville USA you watch any of the Motown documentaries you are such a central figure there but you started in as a central figure in the administrative side of of the legendary culture that that eventually grew up and and you said somebody said uh, oh well she was uh she went from being a secretary to being a singer and if I got this right you said no I was a singer who could type Right. And that is absolutely, you know, I remember in the 80s, they tried to peg Anita Baker with that. Oh, yeah, she used to be a secretary. Now she's a singer. And I that just never felt right to me. So I just love what you said. And well, it's a good by coincidence. And to, people won't listen to the first part. They always like to just say, well, I could have been a secretary applying for a job. But that was not the case. No. I was invited there by the A&R director, William Stevenson, and when I showed up the next day at secretarial time, unannounced, <laughs> <laughs> I was invited, but I hadn't called. I didn't know protocol. I didn't know I was supposed to call and make an appointment. <laughs> he had a quick How old were told you? Me, he said, listen, listen, you're supposed to call for an appointment. Uh, we have auditions every third Thursday of the month. Those people you passed on the steps there, they were waiting for an audition. But I had a card, and I was business. He gave me a card and said, come to Hitsville, and I did. Uh, I had a commercial course in, in high school, uh-huh. and I always tell people that you have to apply everything that you learn in school, so pay attention. Mm. Everything you learn in school has to do with your life. It's part of the plan. Yeah, it's part of God's plan. Mm. So if you learn what you're supposed to learn, then you'll succeed. If, if you just take it for granted... You know, you'll be some of the homeless people we see wondering how they're going to get their next meal. But if you apply what you learn in school, that's your plan. You become the doctors and the lawyers and the principals and the business people that succeed in life. Hmm. So I try to encourage people by letting them know you can start, uh, you know, at the bottom and get to the top. But you must get your wisdom. You must get educated. I should mention that we're speaking to Martha Reeves because Martha Reeves and the Vandellas are performing at Egyptian Theater this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night, and that's why we are so lucky to have you on the phone. And I'm also going to tell you, Martha, that we have a young um, musical guest in the studio who's performing live on the show, and he is listening carefully to what you're saying. So, <laughs> yes, oh, hey. Hi there. Hi. So you're delighting listeners, you're mentoring artists, <laughs> you're, you're a very busy lady. Thank you. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. What a beautiful theater. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it feels like history. It looks like history being made. <laughs> well, speaking of history, I want to prompt you for some. So you threw out uh, that Keith forgot to mention the Temptations. Any any story you want to tell us about uh, your time and the Temptations? Any backstage story or intrigue or I don't know anything? Well, I don't really want to gossip. <laughs> Come on. But but we were a bunch of talented kids who very goody thought worthy of renting this trailway, this broken-down trailway that didn't have a proper working toilet, <laughs> and had us tour for 94 one-nighters uh, with two days in hotels. The rest of the time it was like riding on the, on the tour bus, mm. getting to the gig, 
hoping that our clothes would dry while we appeared on stage, getting back on that bus and riding again with all of the talented people that had been hand-chosen in Detroit. Uh, most of the time, some group was either rehearsing a song they wanted to do that night or Stevie Wonder was there playing his harmonica or actually walking around the the, uh, the bus on occasion if he found someone snoring, just, you know, lightly tapping them on the head. Uh, <laughs> we had wonderful, wonderful times, and that's an experience I don't think anyone ever experienced before us uh, at our age. So did the bus break down pretty regularly? It didn't break down. Wow. It was a, uh, it was just a broken down. It was like I said, the toilet didn't work properly. That yeah. was, that posed a problem in the South because yeah. there were a lot of places we weren't allowed, and if we were, we didn't want to go in where they had posted the colored only sign. Mm. Uh, you know, we we had our ups and downs with people thinking we were tour, uh, we were touring in Freedom Riders and shooting at us on occasion. Oh, my gosh. oh yeah, I saw my first double barrel shotgun in my face, uh, trying to get off of a bus to use the facilities. But that was all about uh, the making of uh, the Motown sound. Mm-hmm. When we arrived back to Detroit after 94 one-nighters, everybody's record had charted in the uh-huh. Billboard, Cashbox, and Record World, which is where all the records were kept at that time on record sales. So we all, we all prospered. An experience I'll never forget. Mm. You talked about your wait, hoping your clothes would dry and... Uh, Motown shows were famous for amazing costumes. Um, how, are you washing these gowns? I mean, you guys had—I don't know if maybe on that tour, but you—I know no, you, you didn't had... have to wash. You didn't have to wash the gowns. Just make sure that they dried. Oh, from the yeah, sweat. Yeah, you know, cause <laughs> yeah, from the sweat, and we did a lot of that. Uh, someone asked me a moment ago on the phone. Someone who I'll see when I go to New York uh, asked me on the phone. Uh, what? Uh, where are my costumes, and why don't I put them in a museum? Let me tell you, we worked hard. <laughs> Those little dresses, the sequins fell off, the little silk and, and brocades and things faded. Uh, we perspired. We worked hard. <laughs> we danced. We had routines to every song. We were taught by Charlie Atkins from Vaudeville, and we actually did hoofer steps. Oh, wow. We worked. We worked. Every song has its own movement, and and uh, every every uh, lyric had its own story. Every every song had a story to it that you had to actually go into mentally and spiritually in order to deliver it. I, I know that Motown's music is famous for the stories we told. Mm. I, I, it's hard to imagine that you're sleeping, sitting up in a bus, and then you're getting on stage and putting out that kind of wattage. It's r- remarkable. It, it was anxiety. It was uh, the fact that everywhere we went, our music had preceded us. Uh-huh. Wonderful DJs had played our music so many times on the radio until people had taken their dollars and went and bought their 45s. Hmm. And they were waiting to see us, to see who we were. And our music was made known basically by our airplay, our radio airplay. And what a thrill to have been, you know, a part of such a successful venture. Barry Gordy wanted to make the sound of young America. Then he opened his house up to a lot of jazz musicians who actually sat and played our music to the point where if you listen to the intros, you can almost tell what artist the music belongs to. They gave us special flavor. Mm-hmm. Our music is 50% musicianship and 50% uh, singing and, and lyrics. The producers work very close with the musicians and, and uh, the writers. And it was really a wonderful place to be, Hitsville, USA. 
Did you get any um, options on which songs you would record or or get to put in any input, or was that all Barry Gordy? Barry had 17 writers on staff, and they reported to Hitsville, USA, as if they were at a factory. Barry probably learned a lot of his business tactics from working at Ford Motor Company here in Detroit. He was an entrepreneur of many hats. He did a lot of things. He had a record store. He he did construction with his dad, who put that house, made that house into a museum. Uh, he played piano in a, in a nightclub called the Flame Show Bar. That's where he met Jackie Wilson. I mean, this this man knew uh, talent. He could look at you, look at you, and tell whether you could perform or if you had it in you. The 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 uh, the charisma that you needed to continue in show business. A lot of people want to sing. And a lot of people want to entertain, but they don't have what it takes for the perseverance and for the the actual work you have to put into being a, a performer, and and to be called on at any time to p- perform. Um, he taught us well, and uh, these guys would come to work. And I worked in the A and R department. I got to do over a thousand songs. I put, I made demos with some of the writers and musicians. They would come to me and ask me to look in thesauruses and dictionaries and, and find uh, things that match, words that uh, rhymed, uh, stories. They would try stories out on me and then help me go in the studio and actually sing them. And uh, that's uh, one of the pleasures I had. I never sang a song I didn't like. And most of the songs that they asked me to sing I loved because I saw them actually produce them and write them. So you recorded over a 1,000 songs. How many actually do you get credit on? Well, they recently, Universal, who bought uh, most of Motown's uh, publishing and, 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 and distributing rights, released a three-CD package, and I think it was over, well, maybe, mm, each, each disc had maybe 40 songs. I can't really count uh, <laughs> how many I, I'm, I've gotten credit for, <laughs> and a lot of them, Nobody knows who sang them because they were duplicated by other artists. I did a lot of demos, and most of the songs that I did have been recorded by other artists. Gotcha. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, you know, of course, so many of us know you uh, know dancing in the street, and and I, I think back to the the the, the cover that uh, Jagger and Bowie did, and you know, these are just these guys are clearly influenced by your performance. And, you know, yet they, they are totally void of pigment whatsoever. Those, those are the <laughs> whitest two guys in the Western Hemisphere. And it's just, a, you know, I mean, it must, be, it must make you proud to know that you just, you know, your sound, your talent transcends any sort of cultural anchor. I copied Marvin Gaye, <laughs> Dancing in the Street. He wrote it, you know. Yeah, I do. We had a school at Motown called Artist Development. Across the street, Barry Gordy bought at least eight houses on that boulevard. That's why when I served on city council for four years from 2005 to 2009, I talked the council into renaming the street, West Grand Boulevard, to Barry Gordy Jr. Boulevard because he had all of those houses. I had finished my course at Artist Development and ventured over across the street because I had the run of the place. I had worked there so I could go anywhere I wanted to, and Marvin was... Uh, in the studio with earphones on, singing, calling out around the world, are you ready for a brand new beat, baby? You know, his style of singing. Marvin could sing the Star Spangled Banner <laughs> yeah. and make girls go, woo, and the rock is red, glad they go, woo. <laughs> he was singing, uh, uh, are you ready for a brand new beat, baby? 
summer's here. And I listened to him sing it at least two or three times before he noticed that I was even around because I used to follow him around. He was so talented. Marvin seemed to have been in another world. Uh-huh. Whenever you saw him, he was either looking up toward the sky, mouthing some, some words or reading a dictionary or humming or tapping or actually on the keyboard creating. He was in the studio nearly every day, just like the other writers. And when I arrived there, William Stevenson, like artist day in our department, was writing a song for this drummer named Marvin Gaye. He actually was on the list for drummers. Wow. He had tra- he had traveled with Smokey Robinson live uh, on his live shows, Smokey being the biggest star at Motown at the time, the Miracles. Mm-hmm. And uh, Marvin was from, brought there by Harvey Fuqua, the Moonglows, uh, who later married one of Barry's sisters. It was a family company, you know? Mm-hmm. So Marvin was there with Mickey Stevenson and Ivy Hunter, the three writers of Dancing in the Street. And he was singing it, and I was standing there in awe, and he looked over and said, hey, man, let's try this song on Martha. Hmm. And I could have I just fainted there because I, <laughs> I admired him so. <laughs> he was so fine. Listen, to me, he was one of the finest, not, not so much physically fine, but the way he, he spoke to you. He, he always referred to you as baby or sugar. It might have been that he didn't want to try to remember your name or anything. <laughs> but he was just so romantic and so smooth, hmm. and, and, and he was, he was an introvert. To a, to a certain degree, not when he got on stage, but off stage he had very little to say to anybody. He was just mostly creating and writing and in his music, inside himself. And uh, I, I remember one of his prompts that he was given when in artist development, Professor Maxine Powell, who taught us social graces, she said to Marvin, open your eyes when you sing. It seems like you're in a trance or you're singing to yourself. Mm-hmm. That was one of his disciplines. But he was so smooth, it didn't matter. Close your eyes, Marvin. Because <laughs> he was so romantic. Anyway, when he said, try this song on Martha, I was thrilled because I didn't even know he thought I could uh, sing his song, their song. Hmm. And I remembered my childhood. I'm from a small place in Detroit, a little small rural, rural area, because we did have farms and chickens in the neighborhood. We had a cobblestone street that we would block off because my dad worked for the city water department, they got permission to put the police horses in the yellow tape and block our street off on Saturdays and let us play our record players. I'm not speaking of woofers and tweeters. I'm saying record players (laughs) on the front porch of each house, and they would feed us, and we would dance until the sun went down. And it was how we celebrated on Saturdays. (laughs) So when I thought of dancing in the street, that's where my mind and my heart went when I was a child. Are you ready for a brand new beat? And the summertime is the only time we could do that. The time is right for dancing in the street, not the streets. A lot of people want to put a net uh, on it. But no, it's just the street, the actual street in front of your house with your neighbors and your loved ones. Uh, Peaceful. They even killed a goat one Saturday. Put him on a skewer. Everybody, I didn't eat any of it because I saw them kill it. But every, everybody had a piece of that goat. It was just a wonderful celebration. I should say that we are speaking to Martha Reeves of Martha Reeves and the Vandellas. Uh, they're performing this weekend at Egyptian Theater, three nights. Um, Martha, do you mind if I co-opt that memory as my own for the next time I hear Dancing in the Street? I, I love do. that image. I, you remember, I'm from Alabama. I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm a country girl that grew up in the city. And hmm. a lot of our ways were still like we did in the South, the celebrations we had in the South. 
And that reminded me so much of a square dance, only we were in the street. Well, let me ask you about the shows at Egyptian Theater. What can you tell our listeners about how that will be? I can't really tell you how it's going to be. I'm just going to ask everyone who has followed Motown's music these 58 years of my little life on the stage to uh, come and remember the lyrics, because I asked the sound people to keep the sound volume down. I've gone to a lot of concerts of late, and the music is so loud, if you had a pacemaker, it would actually stop your heart. <laughs> I know it's the like feeling. people have, have, have gone from tones to vibrations. Uh-huh. They don't listen to sounds. They listen to, to uh, um, static mm-hmm. uh, things that, you know, that don't exactly let you fall in love. It would actually make you get up and just lose it. But uh, people know the words now, and they embrace the songs. We can go into any song that we recorded, and the audience knows the words. And it's, it's a good feeling. I look in the audience, and I see three, three generations. I see people my age. I see their children. Then I see their children. So we've got grandmothers bringing their babies to shows, and the kids will look at their grandparents when they get up and start doing the twist and the, and the swim and the hully-gully, and, and they wonder, did gran- where did Granny, you know, what is she doing? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know Granny could do that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, those songs are, are, are not just, you know, good memories for tens of millions of Americans. They're, they're just, it's superior music. And, and we're just so thrilled that you're going to be coming to the Egyptian Theater starting tonight, December 6th, and appearing through December 8th. And uh, boy, it's, we, you know, you're just, you're, you're wonderful. You're, you're, you, you communicate so clearly um, what so many of us feel about what you did and what your colleagues did. And we're so happy to have you here. So thank you and welcome to Utah. And we hope you have a great, great experience. And the last time we were there, it was with the Motown Review. I'm very honored that we're coming on our own <laughs> to do our thing. Thank Thanks you. so much for joining us. Bye, Martha. Thank you. Thank you, love. God bless. Our next guest joins us by phone, Sydney Holmes. She is the marketing coordinator of Zermatt Resort and Spa in Midway. They've got a bunch of great um, holiday-themed events coming up that we want to let you know about. Thanks for joining us, Sydney. Thanks, Chrissy. I'm excited to be here. Um, so if people don't know the resort, the Zermatt Resort and Spa in Midway, it's located back there by the Wasatch Mountain State Park. Um, big facility. You have hotel rooms and, and a big event space, right, like conference center area. Yeah, definitely. We have about 65,000 square feet of meeting, exhibition, and conference space. And so some of the events that you have coming up for Christmas include tomorrow's Breakfast with Santa, next weekend's Swiss Christmas, um, there's the Charlie's Cowboy Christmas concert um, next Saturday, and then looking all the way ahead to New Year's Eve. Um, Let's back all that up a little bit and talk about the Swiss Christmas. What can you tell us about that? Yes. So Swiss Christmas, um, the event's been going on for a minute now, um, but this year we really want to make it an authentic Swiss Christmas. So we're doing um, like a turnip festival or turnip lighting um, parade, and there is a correct Swiss German word for it, but I'm not even going to attempt to say it because it's so complicated. Um, But with that, you get a turnip root or a turnip and then you get to carve it out and you put these designs on it, almost like you would a pumpkin, but a little more intricate. And then um, in the evening, we'll put candles in all of the turnips and you get to walk up our portico share and um, show off your beautiful turnip. It's this traditional parade. And then we're also doing a more traditional high tea. And then 
we'll have these really cool authentic signs um, where you can purchase them and we'll have different kinds of signs every year and then you can get drinks at a good discounted price even though that's it's a special stein price uh, wait i missed that uh, stein like a like a like a like beer, beer cup oh okay okay yeah, i wasn't sure if you're yeah. saying sign or stein oh yeah stein um we'll have a big beer garden in right by our christmas market and so you can go in there will be performers all day and then um you can get your stein you can get your special hot cocoa and um, the christmas market and then there's all sorts of children's activities you can decorate um some nice gingerbread houses and i mean there's just options all day every day it's a great event and this year especially it will be authentic with christmas and so swiss christmas is um december 13th and 14th and it's open from 11 a.m to 7 p.m as you said it was free entry um, and so then there's yeah. a, it's it's the foundation of it is a is a lot of vendors within the activities around it is that what i understand yeah, so um, it's pretty much the whole resort kind of gets taken over by this event. So we'll have the Christmas market. That's just vendors from all over. We have local vendors. We had a vendor there last year that um, went around to different um, thrift stores and bought sweaters. And then they turned them into, like, mittens and, um, like, hats and things. So, like, good repurposed items that you can buy. And then um, a lot of other booths are companies, like, boutiques around where um, – they do special discounts too. So the Swiss Christmas, um, the Christmas market is a good portion of that. And that's so much fun to walk around. And then, yeah, exactly. Like you said, there's just activities kind of interlaced throughout all of it, but there's definitely enough activities that you could spend the whole day doing that and not even see the market. Uh, Sydney, I got to say, this is Keith. I've got to say, I am super impressed with your programming uh, acumen because, you know, this is Santa's busiest time and you have him, both on December 7th, <laughs> tomorrow, and the 13th, 14th for the Christmas. Yes. I, I, amazing. I don't know. I, I know. <laughs> we this put is... in a special word. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if any kids are out there listening, you know, know that Sydney's got some juice. And, <laughs> oh, and yeah. Don't cross her. Oh, no. We'll definitely put you on the naughty list if you cross. But, um, no, Santa is awesome. He's definitely going to be around, and he is especially jolly this year. He's been Working on his beard, it is a good, <laughs> good experience to come. Um, yeah, we have breakfast with Santa tomorrow morning. It starts at 8 a.m., and that is, like, the best activity that you can do with your whole family. You can come. We'll have um, cookie decorating, and then there's pancakes and um, crepes. and Oh, well, we have so much food, just all the good breakfast stuff, and then you can go get your picture taken with Santa. You can. So the, tell you, yeah. Those rum- extra jolly this year. <laughs> so those rumors that Santa can't be photographed, those are all false rumors. Is that right? Those are I told all you false that. Rumors. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Santa in Transylvania <laughs> can't. I don't know. Oh, yeah. No. He's, he's nicer when he's at Zermatt. <laughs> <laughs> Let's skip over to Charlie's Cowboy Christmas oh, Concert. So yes. Okay. Charlie's so a local in Heber. Is that right? He is. Yes. He is a Heber Valley local, and we are proud of that. And um, he is performing next uh, Friday, December thirteenth. Yes, December thirteenth. And then um, the doors will open at seven. He starts at seven thirty, and it's just a good um, 
family event, but then it's also fun. Charlie's a great entertainer because he can entertain, you know, the older people in the crowd, the younger people in the crowd, everyone in between, whether you like Christmas music, whether you like country music, whether you don't like any of it and you're Scrooge, you'll probably still enjoy it because he's so fun. Um, But that is, yeah, next Friday night and the tickets are $15 a person. So it really is a great family activity at a great price. And then if you wanted to bundle it all up and do a family pass or a family ticket, it's $50 for five people or five tickets to come with the family. And that's going to be an awesome event. And that's going on during Christmas. So you can come before, check out all that, go get dinner in our um, wildfire restaurant. So get some good barbecue in you and then go up and have a nice country Christmas with Charlie. And I should mention that um, his website says out of 45,000 contestants, Charlie was a top 12 finalist on NBC's hit show, Nashville Star. That is impressive. So, we, yes. yeah, we got something to go yes. on yeah. there. I'm thinking of driving to Wyoming and buying a lottery ticket now that I've heard that. I don't know why, but it just seems like <laughs> pro- statistically, oh, yeah. somehow, oh, statistically yeah. that, somehow that works through your brain that now I'm going to Wyoming for lottery. Right. It's not logical. Yeah, Charlie could do it. Can you? <laughs> That's right. And to wrap up uh, the, the, the holiday season, you're running a big New Year's Eve program. That sounds fantastic. Yes. It's, a, it's a masquerade ball? Yes, the masquerade ball. That is another great family event. We're all about the family events at Vermont. Um, but that is so much fun. Last year I attended and we had people that were in full-on masks and then people in their homemade masks. And then some people were totally dressed up like almost like Gatsby. And then other people were just in... You know, there's Sunday best. It was great. It was a good mix of everything. And then there's um, dancing and fun and a balloon drop. Um, and this year, we're introducing a new part of the event. It's the VIP table area. So a lot of people get tired of dancing all night long, and they just want to sit at their table. But we have limited tables there. But you can reserve a table. And with that, you will get your own um, charcuterie board, different hors d'oeuvres, and then you have your own private bartender as well. So the whole night you can just be ordering them. Just keep on going. Keep the dance juice flowing. Um, but that's going to be really exciting. And that's, you know, at a little higher price, but it's definitely worth it. All right. Well, we've been speaking with Sydney Holmes of the um, Zermatt Resort and Spa in Midway, telling us all about what's coming up over there. Thank you so much for joining us today. And um, I'm sure a lot of people will be coming to check out your Santa and Christmas market. Yes, thank you. We're excited to see you all. All right. Thank you. Thanks, right, Yes, bye. That sound means it's time for weekend events. Park Silly's Holiday Bazaar is this weekend at the Sheridan Hotel and Prospector, which is the used to be the Marriott Hotel. It's a festive indoor holiday market full of your favorite silly vendors. Open tonight from 5 to 9 p.m., plus Saturday and Sunday from 10 to 5. There's no fee to get in. Park City Film is screening fantastic fungi, 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 I think, uh, this weekend with screenings Friday and Saturday at 8 p.m. and Sunday at 6 at the Jim Santee Auditorium. One of my favorite weekends of the year is this weekend in the Heber Valley. First, there's the Christmas Festival for the Children, which takes place at the Wasatch County Event Center. Features the most amazing gingerbread house display and auction. People create these absolutely astounding gingerbread scenes for viewing and the auction. Uh, the money collected goes to the Children's Justice Center. There's also going to be decorated Christmas trees and holiday crafts and entertainment, plus the chance for kids to visit with Santa 
We're going to do Santa uh, countings. That's one opportunity to talk to Santa this weekend. Um, and then while you're in that area, you can scoot over to Midway for the 19th Annual Interfaith Crush Exhibit at the Midway Community Center next to Midway Town Hall. It's open from Friday through Monday, 11 a.m. to 8, with free admission. Admission. It's put on by the Midway Boosters Club. Um, and then also... You'll hear shortly about the Zermatt Christmas, uh, Swiss Christmas Market. And so all those events are going on this weekend in the Hebrew Valley. Rock and Roll Hall of Famers Martha Reeve and the Vandellas are performing this weekend at Egyptian Theater with shows Friday and Saturday at 8 p.m. and Sunday at 6. At the DeJoria Center is the Clairvoyance Christmas, direct from Broadway to Camas. Their marketing claims they know if you've been bad or good. They're highly awarded mentalist and magician duo touring the world and now coming to coming here with a Christmas-themed show. More information on that can be found at DeJoriaCenter.com. For live music tonight, these are some options. Lake Effect is at The Spur. Nate Robinson is at Hearth and Hill Restaurant. And Stacy Board is at Silver Star Cafe. That'll do it for Friday. Moving on to Saturday, it's Deer Valley Resort's opening day, and it's also Shred for Red, an event to raise funds and awareness of blood cancers. All proceeds will benefit the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Qualified entrants will receive a day of skiing on mountain challenges, a participant bib, and the opportunity to ski with past and current Winter Olympians, um, plus an exclusive Opry Ski Lounge. The event is open to skiers of all ability levels. Find more information and registration at DeerValley.com on their event. Page. Also tomorrow, Santa himself is visiting the Basin Recreation Fieldhouse to meet with the local kids for photos and Christmas list reviews. Also, they'll have bounce, bounce houses, uh, face painting, cookie decorating for the kids, bring a toy or food donation to benefit Christian Center of Park City, or pay a $5 entry fee. Park City Film offers a free screening of A Dog's Way Home in their Books to Movies series at the Jim Sandy Auditorium at 4 p.m. With um, It's not only free, but they also give you free popcorn. The IBSF Youth Olympic Qualifier and IBSF Bob and Skeleton North America's Cup are taking place at the Utah Olympic Park from uh, tomorrow through December 11th. Uh, these com- competitions are free and welcoming to spectators. Visit uh, utaholympiclegacy.org for the full event schedule and results. Gregory Allen Isakoff has a sold-out show as the season opener at Park City Live. Legendary country artist Ronnie Millsap is performing at DeJoria Center tomorrow night and probably singing most of his uh, 40 number one hits that span five-decade history in the music business. Rage Against the Supremes are going to be at The Spur. Morgan and McCune will be at Silver Star Cafe. And John Sherrill will be at the Hearth and Hill Restaurant. And for one last uh, little stimulation, Park City Singers are holding their holiday concert at the Park City Community Church this Sunday and next Friday at 7 p.m. The concerts have been a holiday tradition for 25 years and feature sacred and secular music. They're a non-denominational community choir building friendship through song. Tickets can be purchased online at parkcitysingers.org or at Smith's in Kimball Junction. And that wraps up your weekend events. So we're going to turn it back over to Wyatt Pike here in the studio. Hey, Wyatt. Hi there. Thanks for hanging on with us. Thank you for having me. It's uh, It's been fun hearing about Did all the Did you pick up any tips from happening. Martha Reeves? I did. It was fun to listen to that. I kind of can't believe that just happened. So. I know, right? I'm sorry <laughs> we didn't have her in the studio with you. Oh, it's It's always right. nice time. to have those moments. <laughs> it was uh, pretty cool there. Well, um, are you playing anywhere coming up after this that you can, 
I know. Uh, not off the top of my head, but okay. Maybe, I'll ask you maybe, that again yeah. after your before your next we'll, song. Uh, we'll okay. look before my next song. It's so, so busy. You got, there's a lot in right, the calendar. Yeah, there really is. So well, why don't you play for us another song? Tell us what Sounds you got. Sounds good. This is uh, I don't totally have the title to this one yet, but for now it's called Goodbye, and uh, we'll see if that changes or not. <laughs> Gone are the days I'd sneak to your place Fall asleep, tangle with you in stained sheets Something has changed, I don't like it this way I know it's because of me I'll look back on the nothing you did wrong You loved me perfectly could stay the same I don't like living this way I know it's because of me I hope that one day We'll fall into love again I don't want to hear you say goodbye Goodbye to the, goodbye to the way that I said I loved you Goodbye to the places we wanted to go on our own Goodbye to the, goodbye to the times that you said that you wanted to marry me Goodbye to the way I always called you my everything Let me take it back, let me take it back She wasn't worth this pain, wasn't worth your pain, no Three days away, I never thought we would change Three days away, a few months down the train What can I say, I'm sorry and I love you But you don't seem to believe that anymore Gone are the days I'd sneak to your place Fall asleep tangled with you in stained sheets Something has changed, I don't like it this way I know it's because of me You're listening to The Morning Mix. My co-host today has been Keith Barony. And it's been a pleasure. 
Keith, do you have any good Santa stories? Because you had that comment about uh, he can't be photographed. Do you have bad Santa stories? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to subdivide my piles of coal into different <laughs> classifications. <laughs> Let's just say that around the, uh, the, the Jewish barony household, Santa wasn't a, a constant visitor. Oh, so you never got the photos with Santa. That's all I'm saying. The best are when, um, when you have a little child and, and you think it's going to be this magical photo that you're going to send to all the relatives, <laughs> and the ch- child just screams in terror when you <laughs> hand it to this guy. And I thought that those were the worst photos, and then after a while you're like, no, those are the best <laughs> photos. Totally. I'm sure everyone listening has a collection of those. And they're, they're pretty funny. <laughs> Nothing says, I'm glad to be away from the North Pole than a screaming child in your lap. <laughs> oh, can you imagine that job all day long? Oh, my God. And try not to look menacing, but um. (laughs) (laughs) well, I do love getting those photos and and, um, it's not the same when I try to sit down. <laughs> I get a little bit of a look, but it's like here, hold my phone, take my picture. <laughs> what if, what what attracts you to the notion of getting a picture with Santa? Is it the once a season dry cleaning they do? <laughs> is that what it is? I was gonna say it was the once a season opportunity, but <laughs> it might be that. <laughs> well, I want to thank our sponsors for this show: Squatters Roadhouse Grill and Wasatch Brew Pub, San Francisco Design, and Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Utah Properties. We have time for one more song from Wyatt. Did you look up when your um, shows were going to be? I'll do that right now. Oh, no. All right. Keith and I will vamp for Yeah. I just want to say about Wyatt, he's tall, he's handsome, he's extremely talented. I think I hate him with every pore of my being. (laughs) But I will say this, uh, just a little piece of advice from an older guy. um, Try to not marry any of the first 12 women, okay? (laughs) Just trust me. Oh, boy. Try to not do that. Yeah. I think that's good advice. Yeah, 12. Did you find your schedule? Yeah, I'm on um, a handsome taking a look curve. here. I've got a show at the Umbrella Bar. That's on Sunday the 29th of December here. And uh, that'll be from 2.30 to 4.30 p.m. And then uh, looking into January, oh, I'll that's be That's too far. At... Nobody's going to remember. All right, all right, all right, fair enough. What's your website that people can check? Uh, www.wyattpike.com. And it's W-Y-A-T-T-P-I-K-E. That is right. Okay, just how yep. you'd think it would be. All right, great. Take, give, uh, give us one more song to play us out, if you would. Awesome. And this is, uh, this is one I wrote very recently, so uh, it's not totally done, but I just wanted to bring it out. So, so these are all premieres on KPCW? These are all. Is the this one called first. On the Drive to the Studio? Uh, <laughs> yes, actually. Okay. No, unfortunately not. But, uh, <laughs> this one doesn't really have a name yet, so it'll get there. High school days whip me around the place Scared of my peers and my ears seem to know what they say Then my arms look small and I feel three feet tall in a world of smiling faces Asking me through my day, I wonder how it feel if it went this way. But the truth is, come Friday evening, I end up in the bathroom thinking. Hey,
I can taste my heartbeat in my throat again Work me up to let me down and send me home Friday nights are better when I'm Wyatt Pike live on the morning mix. He's sure been our was. musical guest throughout this hour, and uh, well local done. local homegrown. Yeah, really sweet. Very impressive sweet sounds. Thank you. And um, if people want to contribute to your uh, your plight to get to Berkeley Music College, they should uh, come um, to a show and throw some money. Yeah, in they, they definitely should. I'll uh, <laughs> I'll have a little suitcase out at all my shows. So <laughs> anything you can give me is very appreciated. And when you do release Berkeley. that album next mm-hmm. year, hopefully. Um, Please bring me a copy so that we can uh, put Certainly. some songs on air. Definitely, yeah. I've been uh, I've been thinking about that the last few weeks in here, just on the radio station doing a DJ shift. So yeah, thinking when about my the music's released. It's gonna be on air. So you've been listening to KPCW in Park City, ninety-one-seven FM, ninety-one-nine in Heber City, and we're gonna go to NPR News in just a moment. Stay tuned. <laughs>